Welcome back to the Overlook Podcast, everybody. After college basketball was canceled last March, one of the NCAA's top players had to make a choice. Would Ayo Desumu chase his dreams of the NBA or return to Illinois for his junior season? Ultimately, opting out of the 2020 NBA draft for a chance to bring the Illini a Big Ten championship since 2005. Ayo stops by to talk college basketball under COVID, becoming a hometown hero, and his return to Champaign. Overlooked is coming to you live from the city of champions. It's your host, Emmett Lynch. And today we've got a very special basketball episode. But before we jump into that, we have to touch the NFL season. So much has been going on with how they're dealing with COVID. And to be honest, it's kind of tough to keep up. I mean, of course, until it's the coach or the star quarterback of the team. And then it's when it kind of takes everyone back. Like, oh, yeah. COVID's still a thing. Honestly been the wildest shuffle of a season by the NFL. I mean, like we already knew before the season, Roger Goodell is gonna do whatever he can, you know, to get as many games played as possible. This is the first year that the NFL does not have a fully set schedule, you know, um, because there are games just being moved, you know. It doesn't matter if the, the Monday night football is turning into Tuesday night football. And it was just like, okay, Friday night lights here soon enough. Hey, not bad though, you know, high school ball's not going on, you know, put some league guys in there, hey, why not, you know? But we all know the Super Bowl is first or second week in February, and the league can essentially push it back as for whenever they want, really. I mean, unlike most sports, it's not that big a deal for football, you know, because regardless, kickoff is kickoff, and when it's time to ball, it's time to ball, baby. So. Um, COVID isn't slowing down, does not really give a damn about the death chart either, apparently. The NFL isn't slowing down either, and you know, like many other entities in the world, we are all learning to live with the virus. Now, whether that's right or wrong, um, that's a completely different topic, but uh, we all know that the NFL is going to keep giving us football. But bringing it back to basketball, you know, we have the college basketball season. We all know that they had to cancel the NCAA tournament last year. Players are just now getting back in the gym. Workouts have started, practices have started, and we get to talk to Io DeSumo. We get to kind of go in depth into how, you know, NCAA basketball is gonna be handled. Without further ado, here's Io. Yo! Oh, bro. <laughs> My youngest boy. How you been, bro? All good, Jamal. You good? I'm all right, man. Long time no see. Yeah, man. Been a long time. All good, though. Hold on. I'm going to change my shirt real fast. Go ahead, bro. What's your own, bro? You got a nice setup. <laughs> My boy. How you feeling, bro? All good. Can't complain. Can't complain. Dog, that's crazy. Your voice is deep as hell now, bro. <laughs> we got older. Been a long time. Yeah, bro, it has. It has. days. That was the days. Yeah, bro. Shit. We'll get into that, man. So how so how you been these days? How's life been for you, bro? Oh, it's been good. You know, just been really getting ready for the season. Um, you know, we in a kind of like a, a mini bubble. So staying healthy, working out, eating, getting my body right, doing all that, trying to compete at the highest level. Dope, dope. That's what's up. You say, oh, so I hear you say the mini bubble now. You know, I see that you guys just started practice. Uh, am I right? Yeah, today. Today. So, yeah, I mean, so what's it like grinding through that COVID era? You know what I'm saying? The COVID era of college basketball, you know? That's very unique. You know, I wouldn't lie. Um, it's a unique 
um, strategy that everyone has to go through a unique process. Um, each and every day you got to get tested. We have to test every morning at six o'clock, no matter what off day or practice. Um, we have to make sure we wash our hands, make sure we wearing a mask, social distancing, because God forbid any positive testing keep you out for a long time. So it's a, it's a mental approach. It's a, really like a job, another job, staying healthy, staying clean, keeping up your hygiene. That's what's up. You guys are still contact drills and all that? Yeah, we do all contact. Um, so that's the, the part that we have to focus on because we're with each other every day. So you have to hold everyone accountable when, when they're not around in the gym, when they're at home. Um, you have to make sure that everyone's social distance, everyone is stricken their circle because we all come together and we all work out. So um, if we have anyone, any weak link who isn't going along with the rules or going along with the process, then um, it can hurt us all. Thanks, bro. Facts. And now I'm just now just to give, you know, the fans of the podcast a backstory, you know, what I'm saying me and I.O., we've known each other for years, you know, what I'm saying coming up on the south side together, actually living a couple houses down, you know what I'm saying? And I was able to witness the mentality that your father Kwam installed in you when you were younger, you know what I'm saying? And and your big brother Kubi as well, you know what I'm saying? Shout out Yakub and the whole Dasumu family. No. <laughs> Speaking to Yakub, growing up, he was the more of the outspoken, like leader. He had the leader mentality automatically, you know what I'm saying? And growing up, you were kind of like, you know what I'm saying, the silent assassin, you know? Like, you weren't really like about that talk. You were all about that action. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? We, we kind of saw you kind of grow. And I feel like the fact that you were able to, you know, play with a bunch of older kids, with you honestly being the youngest kid on the court, I never really thought about that. You were always the youngest kid on the court with all of us. Like, I was hooping with y'all, but we all knew I was a football guy. But, like, man, I, looking back on it, like, I, I totally see what molded you to be the beast that you are today, you know what I'm saying? Because growing up on the South Side, we was playing with all grown men. <laughs> man, every day. Dino bring his kid, new kids every day. So, man, those is definitely the days, bro. It seems like you've became, become more vocal um, as you grew, you know, I'm saying I'm t on top of your talent, you know, it's, it really seems like you started becoming a leader, you know, through the game of basketball. How has the, the way you approach the game evolved over your early years? I mean, pretty much how you stated, you know, um, growing up, always playing with people older than me, no matter what, um, what environment I was in, always playing with people older than me, whether it was Tariq, you know, Kubi, you. Anybody, um, everybody on the, in the cul-de-sac, everybody that I grew up with I always was the youngest one, and I always wanted to compete. So the older note that I got, I try, I try to use all the skills and all of the um, details I learned from being around older people, playing against older people, taking that mentality to be able to compete against older people, and I just start using it in my everyday life, start using it more and more, watching a lot of basketball, Kobe, Michael Jordan, you know, how they attack the game. And um, it just started becoming a part of my identity. Nice, nice. Absolutely. And you mentioned Kobe. And, I mean, hey, Overlook coming to you live from the City of Champions, baby. Uh, you did it. Yes, uh, how you feel about the Lake Show taking the title? Oh, you know, that's something that I'm always proud of people who have worked hard. You know, LeBron, AD, you know, the whole team, they, they worked hard. Um, a lot of people put a lot of pressure on them. A lot of people doubted them. And, you know, they overcame it. So, it's motivation for me because, you know, I love to see people eat. I love to see people win. Just motivates me being a competitor. Um, backtracking here, you went to Morgan Park in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Inarguably an MP legend. 
coming up in Chicago, it really matters what school you go to. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're trying to play sports. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you really got to make some chess moves at the end right. of the day. So how did you make your decision on where to play high school ball? Um, you know, actually, uh, my freshman year, I went to Western House on a, on a, on a west side of Chicago. And I ended up I end up leaving my sophomore year, like you said, making the test move. This was a, a better better platform for me to showcase my skills. Um, but really, I, I came into high school um, with a mentality of it being a marathon. Um, of course, you do have to make chess moves. At the end of the day, you do have to do the best that's for you and your future. But when I first made my decision, I was thinking about getting better. And I think going to West House definitely involved me as a player because I was able to see how I was able to see my game evolved. I was able to try new things. And, you know, I worked as hard as I can to be, be noticed and being seen um, going to West House where you don't get out a lot of notoriety going there. So me and my dad, my brother, we went there. We, we, we had lots of, lots of fun. We worked hard. And then when it was time to make the move, check right Morgan Park, you know, of course I, I seized the moment and um, made the move. Word. That's what's up. And coming out of high school, you know, you had, Lots of top Division One schools recruiting you, you know, from the USC's, the Wake Forest, the Kansas. But out of all those schools that offered you, you signed uh, to U of I. And yeah. you kind of took the whole make champagne lit again wave, right. you know what that's, I'm saying? That's, that's what you was on, and we all knew it. And we commend you for that. So, you know, signing and committing to U of I, would you say that it was a legacy move? Definitely. I mean, I was definitely looking at my legacy um, down the line where whether it's my sophomore year, freshman year or, you know, junior year, me coming back this year. I knew what, that I was go going to be able to try to compete for a national championship. And that was my goal. Um, 20 years, 30 years from now, I want to be looked at as, you know, one of the guys that helped turn Illinois around, you know, turn Illinois into one of the, the best programs as it already was, but just giving it that, that, that knowledge, giving it that spark that it deserved, that attention that it, it deserved. And um, I just wanted to do it for my home state, you know, born and raised Chicago. It was, it was no better feeling into, you know, win in my own environment, win in my own state, my home state. So that's, that really was the approach that I had on it. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And you did it, you know, and you still in the middle of it right now, but so far, so good. I mean, you ended the drought. Essentially, you brought the Illini back into the NCAA tournament. One of the top players in the Big Ten your freshman year. How did you feel, you know, once you started started to see, you know, your plan take effect? I was just, um, every time I checked the box off, I just wanted to reach for more goals. You know, um, definitely last year, our goal was to get, make the tournament and then try to go as far as we can. You know, now we have to get back to that that same level of plan, but we have bigger aspirations. We have this year, we have much bigger aspirations in making the tournament. We have much bigger and better goals and there's no um, better group that I'd rather do with, no university I'd rather do with. Being a young leader in Chicago and not just a social figure or a rapper, you know what I'm saying? Shout out G Herbo. You know, he's one of my favorite artists. I know that's your homeboy as well. Yeah, he good, he good. Yeah, for sure. So I want to know how important do you feel it is to represent this city of Chicago in your career? I mean, it's definitely one of my main goals, you know, just trying to keep keep showing the example for the youth, keep showing people that no matter where you start at, my freshman year at Western House or just not being really nationally ranked or known, no matter what sport or what craft you do, whether it's basketball, football, cooking, dance, anything, anything you want to do, yes, put your 
put your mind to it and you just keep working and it, it, it can be accomplished. Yes, sir. Right on, bro. Piggybacking off of all of your accolades, you got invited to the 2018 Olympics on the USA men's basketball team. Now, what was that experience like, you know? Oh, that was a crazy experience, you know, being able to compete for a gold medal. And with it, the crazy part about it was how it was so many great players left off the list. So just being able to be chosen on that list. Uh, we ended up beating Canada for the gold medal. Um, we won gold medal that year to compete for a gold medal, compete for my my um, country. That was a definitely a accomplishment and a dream come true. Like, so you have a gold medal at the career right now? I got a gold medal, yeah. It ain't in your room, is it? I'm not here. It's in, uh, it's in Chicago. My mom got it uh, hung up. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely a, that's a living room joint right there. <laughs> yeah, that's a lifetime accomplishment. Yep, for sure. Now, you had a chance. We all know that you had an opportunity to go to the NBA last year, um, but you withdrew from the 2020 NBA draft. So how hard was that decision for you to make, you know, to and return back to U of I for your final season? Um, it definitely was a tough decision, um, knowing that I had the opportunity to go pursue my dream. You know, playing the NBA has been my dream since I was, since I can remember saying the word. I know you. So, you know, having that opportunity and then, you know, not taking it, it definitely um, was a tough decision. But what made my decision much more easy is putting the work in throughout the process. So while I was going through the process, working as hard as I can, getting my body right, um, getting my mind right, getting my game right. So knowing no matter what, whatever route I take, I'm going to prove whatever wrong, whether it was going last year, proving that I can belong there, or this year, proving that I can belong there also. So, um, yeah, that was the, the mindset I had. That was the mindset. It, it was a tough, tough mindset. It was a tough decision. But at the end of the day, I know I made the best decision because um, just seeing the growth I made just from that day to now is, is crazy. Thanks. That's what's up. So you are you at the crib right now? You at your? Are you in a dorm? No, I got an apartment. Yeah, oh, I know you ain't in no dorm. Yeah, for sure. Ain't no way you in the dorms. I got an apartment. Who your roommates? I got um, Tyler Underwood, Coach Son. Oh, where you cool, dude? Yeah, he real cool. That's what's up. That's what's up. So I know another one of your boys is uh, Kofi. Kofi Cogburn. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's your boy. So describe the one-two game between you and your boy Kofi. I mean, he's a beast. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he just he, – he jumped real high. I can say that. So um, he's, a, he's a, a joy to play with, a great talent to play with, throwing him lobs. Um, just, you know, growing, seeing him grow since when he first stepped on the course, it's been amazing knowing how much better he can get. Word, word. And, and it's it's really exciting to watch you guys on the court together. You know, like you mentioned, you throwing him lobs. And all. Would you say that you guys are the Kobe and Shaq of the of the Big Ten at the moment? That, that, that compares to Kobe and Shaq, that's a blessing. That's a um, that's a blessing. They, but they're on a different level, though. They won three championships in a row. They got so many much more accomplishments. But me and Kobe, we do have a, a pretty good, strong connection. Yeah, absolutely. I could tell. I mean, so what NBA player would you say your game resembles the most? Um, I wouldn't say it's one player, but I definitely do try to like take. You got, are you like a hybrid between players? Like, what would be the players? I, I would say probably like, um, like maybe Drew Holiday, Shea Gillis Alexander, um, John Wall around 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 those players. You know, like big guards who can um create a shot for themselves, who also can pass, defend, just big guard. 
Yeah, for sure. And we all know ultimately, you know, you, know, you play your own game. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So, and that's why you stand out the most because there's not many players at all in the Big Ten or in the game of college basketball that can, you know, kind of put it down like how you put it down, you know? Well, the season got shut down last year. What was it like, you know, especially for a team that was as hot as you guys? How was it not being able to compete for a little right after you guys were hot? Oh, man, that's a, it's still hustle to this day. We know what we could accomplish last year, but um, that's in the past. But um, like you said, we was hot. We was rolling. We was ready to compete for a national championship, compete for a Big Ten championship. So, you know, having that taken away from us just feels the fire this year to, to motivate us to get back to what we need to get to. So the season, regardless, COVID or no COVID, it seems like these seasons are going to continue to go on. So does the unknown scheduling of games affect how you prepare at all? No, no. Um, I would say definitely no, because you don't know who you're going to play. I don't know who I'm going to play, but I know that when I step on that court, I have to be prepared. I mean, that's a, that's really the challenging and the motivating part, staying ready. So whenever they say it's time to play, we'll be ready. And um, our team doing a great job of that every day, working as hard as we can, practicing, lifting weights, uh, putting extra work in. So whenever that, that time does come to play, we'll be ready. Um, you've had a lot, of, a lot of game time moments in your career, you know, like where you, you make that decision, you know, like, all right, this is about 15 seconds left. No, I know, I'm, I know I'm the guy, I'm the leader of the team. Like what goes through your head before you get ready to take a game winning shot? I just try to stay, I always say, stay true to your technique. Um, I just imagine I'm in the gym by myself, um, getting ready to do the move that I practice on each and every day. Mm -hmm. And then I just, the instinct just comes out of me. Um, is that, that's like really that quick moment where I'm in the moment so much that I really can't think of anything else. I just, just try to trust my technique. And then after the moment, you know, 10, 15 seconds later, that's not really like, okay, what I just did. But normally I just get into, a, get into a moment, get into a zone where like, I'm really just like so tunnel vision mm -hmm. within making the right play and, and trying to execute whatever I'm trying to do that like those five, six seconds is hard to really explain it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Hey, We'll never know a method to the madness, but we definitely know that, you know what I'm saying, you are built for those moments, you know? And I feel like that's why U of I, I mean, I know that they're super excited to have you back. Like, so what's the what's the environment like, you know, at U of I? With them knowing that you had an opportunity to leave the university, what what's the um environment been like on campus? Oh, it's been crazy. Um, it definitely been much more crazy if, you know, without COVID and those situations, but um, it's been exciting. You know, we all know what we could compete for, what, what we can accomplish. So, you know, everyone is excited. Everyone knows that we put the work in now. We're going to be rewarded at the end of the season. So it's definitely been a fun environment. Word. I bet. I bet. So, I mean, I kind of just want to just wrap with you about, like, just family life, bro. Like, how's the transition been? I ain't really seen you in, like, shit, 10 years, dog. Like, like how's everything been? Like, how's the family? Oh, it's been great, man. You know, everyone been everybody been good. Um, we just been working. Um, you know, my sister's good, Kobe good, both my parents good. So we just been working. Um, you know, getting it in, working as hard as we can. Um, I'll be talking to Eric a lot, talk to your pops a lot. So, you know, we just been been chilling. Yeah, man. So what are some things that you would say you're looking forward to um for this season and beyond? I'm looking forward to winning the Big Ten Championship and competing for a national championship. 
Um, those are my two main goals right now. Anything else that comes with it is a is an extra bone, but that, that's what I'm really focused on now. Staying healthy, keeping all my guys healthy, all our staff healthy. Where that's what's up, bro. So what's the schedule like for the day? What else you got going on? Nothing. I'm finna play a little Madden, chill, eat, relax, play some video games. Chill out. You be on Xbox or PS? Xbox. Never. I'm Xbox too, bro. You don't play the video game no more? I'll be on the game, bro. I'll be on the game. I'll be, like, be playing like GTA, uh, FIFA. I'll be running FIFA. Let me get on GTA and get some heist going you gonna have to, bro. You gonna have to text me your gamer tag after this, bro. Cause I'm definitely, I definitely be online. We can kick it. All right, bet we can get in there. Ain't nothing. Hell yeah, bro. So, all right. So you've done a lot of interviews in your career. So, what would you say would separate, like you coming on overlooked and to talk to me than you know rather talking to a, a sports journalist of some sort? Oh, definitely. It's it's different when you talking to someone who actually played the game, any game, any sport, when they actually, you know, competed, mm-hmm. you know, it just comes different, different, different vibe, different interview, rather than someone who's just, you know, interviewing you. I mean, what they're doing their job, that's that's cool and all, but it's it's different when you actually interviewing with someone who played the game. Exactly, because I feel like we all understand, you know what I'm saying, just as athletes, like, like people will probably never even guess that we, you know what I'm saying, grew up together. It's, it's insane. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right, that's a bad bro. So, yeah, man, hey, I wish you the best of luck on the season. I know you're going to kill him. Represent the city proud. We all behind you. And it was great having you on the OVL podcast, my bro. All right, Brody. All love. I'm going to hit you. All right, bro. Stay up. Thanks for tuning in to the Overlook Podcast. Stay tuned for next week's episode.